This is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. Hey, everybody. What's up, guys? It's Kelly McInerney. And John Drunell. And this and is... This is... I am Hiya! Hiya! Ninjas again! Hiya! Oh, hiya! We did that already. We did that already. We did, but we had ninjas again. We love the ninjas. Uh, Also for uh, Asian Heritage Month. Right? Are we going to just only do ninja movies the whole month? I think so, because next month, next week is the next month, right? Yeah. Next week is June. Yeah, yeah. So I guess that's what we'll do. We just kept in ninja movies, you know? And if if there's time, we might be able to squeeze in one more ninja movie, like uh, Three Ninjas or uh, Surf Ninjas. We'll see. Yeah. I haven't seen Surf Ninjas in a while. I don't know if that one's going to hold. But I've anyway, never seen it. Uh, I, I look. I only saw that one probably because, again, they were pumping '90s ninja movies in our faces like crazy. Oh, we had a lot fun. of baseball movies and a lot of ninja movies in my childhood. But anyway, I also we, never saw this movie. Well, this movie was Beverly Hills Ninja, starring yeah. Chris Farley. Everyone with our special, Chris. yeah, the legend with our special guest. Sean, Sean Green. Green, yes, right. Sean T. Green, if you're looking for him on the Instagram. Sean Green. Yep, Sean T. Green. Oh, hi, Sean Green. No, Sean T. Green. Sean T. Green. <laughs> <laughs> yep, so that's how you can find him on Instagram. You can also find him on the Sports Gambling Podcast. Mm-hmm. It might make you some money. Uh, Hell yeah, dude. About the uh, Warriors covering the spread, which you know what? I would have bet that way because the Lakers sometimes play a little iffy, especially when LeBron Ebron is a you're little bit injured. You're speaking a foreign language to me right now. I don't know oh. what you're saying. You've never heard of LeBron James? <laughs> don't act like you don't know Space That's the Camp only word out. that I said <laughs> that sounded familiar. I was like, oh, it's, bad. it's LeBron. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Like, don't Don't act like you don't know about Lola Buddy about to play basketball with LeBron James. Bitch, I know, I know. But wait, where can we find you on the internet? Well, they can find me on Instagram and Twitter at John024 Durnell, which is 420 backwards. So mama don't what? Token. Yeah. No way. I've got secrets from my mama. But where can they find you, Kelly? They can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Holly Weirdo. Ooh, snaps. And they can find us uh, on I, IMD Weed everywhere. Exactly. That's right. You type in IMD Weed, you going to find us, especially if you want to find us. You going to find me. Was well, not that a song? Probably. You're find me <laughs> and take us on. No? Uh, it sounds familiar. But that again, sounds familiar. I'm pretty lit. So you could just be like doing some Hanson song that you're trying I'm to. I'm gonna like, find trick you. I don't oh, know. that! Oh, that's a different song. And may, isn't that? Uh, that's uh, the uh, Fuji's. Ready or not, here I yeah. come. You can. <laughs> yeah, I was like, all right. I was eventually gonna get there. So yeah, that is a song. All right, everybody. Well, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Yeah, we talk <laughs> about the music. We talk about the music of Beverly Hills Ninja and this, this we do. too. We do. We do. Enjoy. Fighting. Yeah, yeah, enjoy everybody. I hiya. Bye. Hi-ya, bye.
Bye. <laughs>
the ninja craze had happened. Like all these ninja movies had already yes. occurred and they were like, it felt a little, a little late to the game. You know, like you already <laughs> had first off the Ninja Turtles. You also had three ninjas. You had, I love three surf ninjas. ninjas. Surf had, ninjas. Yes. Yeah, you had even mortal Kombat. Like you had all <laughs> the stuff that had already just come out. And then they're like, Hey, you know what? Let's we make it funny. One more. We need one more. <laughs> Hollywood needs another ninja movie. Yeah, no, probably at the time I didn't, I didn't appreciate it. But now when you haven't watched a Chris Farley movie in a long time and you look back and you're like, this was awesome. But you're right. At the time, they were probably just trying to go for a quick cash grab like of, <laughs> of riding that ninja fame and fortune that was, was, uh, was just so popular at the time. Yeah, yeah you slapped ninja on something and you were making at least <laughs> your budget. Yeah, like you can- <laughs> mid to late nineties. All you needed was Ninja. You throw Chris Farley in there, you got a box office smash. Yeah, mm-hmm. easily, easily. Uh, and then and then you have Chris Rock. You throw in all the Chris's. You know, put as yep. much Chris as you can. No Katan. Yeah. He wasn't there yet. Oh no, he was not. He was no Chris Katan. I don't know if he would have fit in. Where monkey boy. Yeah. Right, what was his what was his character? Monkey uh monkey Mr. boy. Or... Mr. Mr. Oh, Mr. Peepers. Peepers, Mr. yeah. Yeah. I gra- <laughs> and, <laughs> and Mango and Mango. Mango. No. Oh, they felt was, like they, the they one, felt though. pretty similar characters, Mango and Mr. Peepers. Well, I don't know about that. They seem pretty <laughs> You're right. Pretty one hard. is monkey. Uh <laughs> I just always remember hearing a lot about Chris Catan because I graduated to college from Cal State Northridge and they always brought up Chris Catan as the notable alumni uh, from <laughs> Cal State Northridge. So if Chris Catan oh, is listening, go Matadors, Chris. Hell yeah. Oh, damn. Damn. I had no idea. I mean, I know other alumni from there and you know what? They've never mentioned Chris Catan wow. to me. Wow. That must have been like just when you were there. They're like, this is all we've got. Maybe they've got. <laughs> we, had a, we got a Chris Catan push right now. <laughs> I saw him at Flappers once and I asked for advice and he's like, you're your own worst critic and don't wear rouge. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, hell yeah, dude. So how many times did he get told not to wear rouge on stage before he finally took that note? He gave me the same advice and I haven't worn rouge ever since. (laughs) (laughs) Oddly, when I I asked him that, he kept the rouge part. (laughs) He said, wear wear more rouge, John. It brings out your eyes. (laughs) You mentioned mentioned Chris Rock. Honestly, rewatching this movie, and I love Chris Rock as a comedian, as a performer. I was just quoting his... uh, we were watching the Warriors game and I was quoting his bit about the trench coat mafia, how he goes, the trench coat mafia. They had no friends. They had no friends. There were six of the motherfuckers. That's enough for three on three on a half court. <laughs> amazing, amazing bit. Chris yeah. Rock as the actor. There's been some ups and downs, I would say. Whoa, but uh, this yeah, this movie, not his best stuff, but I, I still, I kind of, I don't know. I, I liked it. I like Chris Rock in this, at least compared to some stuff he's done. Yeah, I feel like this one, he was just allowed to just go, just do whatever he wanted to do yeah. in the scenes he was in. Because honestly, the, the whole scene with him driving the car around, <laughs> absolute nonsense. Like, I'm sure there was some scripting of that, but yeah, like, that's pretty ridiculous. He's just, yeah. yell- they're just yelling at each other through a car wash for some of it. Like, you know, like, <laughs> that's, 
that's all that was going down. Like that wasn't very scripted. I'm sure they were like, no, felt, a car wash and yell at each other. Felt like a lot of riffing, but some of it I thought was like, oh, this is some good Chris stand, mm-hmm. Chris Rock stand up riffing, and then some of it not amazing. I just watched this the movie Spiral, which is the new Saw with Chris Rock, and apparently Ooh. he like wanted he wanted to do this. Like it's like he's been a big Saw fan for a while, so he helped write it and like. Samuel L. Jackson plays his dad in it, and it's the worst acting. Uh, like he's so <laughs> hip, he's so bad, and they always say like the typical um, cops like, sayings in it. Like <laughs> I forget what the, but like it was it was just very getting bad. too old for this shit. Yeah, yeah, shit like that. Damn. So wait, Samuel L. is playing Chris Rock's who's, father, who's also a former cop. And right, he but like the shit out of people. But in real life, <laughs> what are they, what's in real life? What is their age separation? Maybe fifteen years at best. Like, I don't think they're that far off where they could, even could be each other's son and father. Like, I mean, Chris Samuel L. Jackson pretty, hasn't like, really aged. He's just changed hats. Like, he doesn't wear kangles <laughs> anymore. He's bald now. Slightly adjustment on the hats. You're yeah. right. He he really doesn't seem to age at all. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, and that's what's been keeping him around. Like, if you look the same and you can yell motherfucker the same way each time. <laughs> yeah, the same yeah. way. Yeah, he's timeless. He, he's got an angle and he works it, man. Hey, mm-hmm. and why not? I mean, he almost, they even did one of those Capital One commercials where he was going to act like he was going to drop a motherfucker. It's like, you know you can't <laughs> drop a motherfucker on a commercial. But, like, but they went to the edge. They were like, will he say motherfucker? No, of course he won't. <laughs> Charles, <laughs> I know, I know those, I know those commercials are so corny, but I, I do enjoy them when they come around for March Madness. Maybe it's just because I associate them with March Madness, but they're not good. But I do enjoy them, admittedly. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh man. Anyway, we we strayed away from the film. The film, yes. uh, Beverly Hills Ninja, which again, what? Good, what good runtime. Like, yeah, like a minute or an hour twenty. Like that's that's good stuff. That's perfect, right? Because again, the the movie is beautifully one note, and it's just <laughs> what if we put uh, Chris Farley? You have two fish out of water situations: one Chris Farley as a ninja, and then one Chris Farley when he goes to America. Spoiler alert: he was raised by uh, Japanese ninjas, and then move you know goes to America to pursue. This crime that he's yeah, investigating. He's also found in a treasure chest, which yes. is a weird way to transport a baby. <laughs> yeah, there was a that's that was the intro to the movie. Is that hey, the these Japanese ninjas, there's a scroll and there's this legend of this great white ninja that they will find one day. And then this motherfucker Chris Farley rolls up on shore. I forgot the part that he's in a treasure chest, which Again, John, you're right. That's not how you transport a baby. <laughs> now, maybe, maybe you transported the baby in a treasure chest that's open, but it was closed. It was. Closed. I mean, b- babies and most humans need to breathe. That is not a good way to transport a baby. Also, yeah. 
what where Chris Farley's family that they're just you know sailing the <laughs> Pacific Ocean again they mentioned that the the boat is from Florida how it got near the water of Japan we have yeah. no idea so they're circumventing the, the entire Panama Canal baby <laughs> that's how it went down. they probably they probably bought a big yacht with the money that they found in that treasure chest and they're like we don't need this <laughs> baby put, anymore we yeah don't, we don't <laughs> They were planning on using the baby to become maybe a child star. And then they found <laughs> treasure. We're like, we're going to keep sailing to Japan and mm-hmm. we'll drop the baby off. there. It, yeah, it's just it, it's a hilarious premise that they were just had this baby that they were you know, taking on a transatlantic boat trip that <laughs> the boat shipwrecked but then the baby survived via the treasure chest completely unharmed i mean again you're suspending disbelief but then you you get chris farley with nunchucks chris farley with a bow staff chris farley with throwing starts chris farley with knives like any sort of ninja or even ninja related weapon you see chris farley attempt to use and of course it doesn't work out and i enjoyed it man it was it was fun Oh yeah, he he ripped through a gi, which you expected. Oh yeah, you know, yep. That guy, in little coat, was his thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fat guy in a little gi, bring it back. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and then uh, his love interest, Nicolette Sheridan, which I didn't realize that was her until I like looked at because I was like, this woman Me neither. Looks familiar. And then I was like, wait, what the hell? That's that woman. I'm like, damn. So I don't know what her surgeon did but they at least let her age gracefully. <laughs> yeah no i know what you mean yeah some, something happened there there's like it's that's not the same woman but you can tell me i guess it's the same woman i could see it but i don't know how that happened they ended up together at the end too right well spoiler alert yeah oh, we yeah. spoil a lot oh we, we, yes. we talk about the whole thing oh, no we're gonna, i we're gonna rip through a movie that was released in 1997 <laughs> i'm not i'm not sparing anything on that one yeah what is what is less believable chris farley is a successful ninja or chris farley the husband to uh nicole Nicolette. sheridan nicolette or wait what's her first yeah, nicolette. name Nic- nicolette nicolette yeah. Yeah. I think the most unbelievable thing is that this boy gets to be trained as a ninja and still becomes so heavy set and out of shape. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. I mean, you're right. Like, what? There's no fast I mean, food. It, we near don't the... see his diet, though. We don't see how much he's consuming. And I it don't could care be how lot. much he's consuming. Then he would be like more sumo hard, and he wouldn't be Chris Soft. He would not. <laughs> like, he was, like he was very fast food doughy yeah there's no there's no processed foods in the uh (laughs) in the ninja dojo in japan where he was raised although in that training scene again there's a lot of broad humor that's just really fucking cracked me up but where they're the ninjas are like training putting their hands in hot coals and like building strength and then they cut to uh chris farley and he's there with shish kebabs right that looks fairly healthy i know (laughs) i'm the same way i'm like oh green peppers mushrooms and some grilled chicken that sounds like a good meal yeah I don't yeah. see you're getting so there's no carbs like yeah. he's got that's healthy. Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe the sushi with the rice and the soy sauce. He goes a little crazy, but you're right. There's no <laughs> there's no white flour. There's no processed sugars. How is he getting that fat? Right. That doesn't make sense, especially with <laughs> daily ninja training. Like, yeah, he's, it's all it's like 12 hours of cardio a day. <laughs> right. Yeah. 
I just, I don't know how he could consume that much. <sighs> it's just not possible. But uh, yeah, dude, like the, the idea of him getting with Nicolette Sheridan, I would say is probably equally as unbelievable because <laughs> like that is a Beverly Hills kept woman mm-hmm. getting with a bumbling like i mean i guess he, he kept calling her my her dove life. too yeah. yeah i didn't like how he was like my dove my dove it's well like... i mean this was the, uh, clearly the only woman he's ever met like i mean yeah. he was... <laughs> so he he thought she was also a bird right oh. exactly <laughs> well that was the other thing too because obviously you have the fish out of the water with farley being a ninja but then you have the fish out of water of like farley growing up as a ninja in japan and like learning american customs and the automatic seatbelt like tries to choke him out and then he's yeah, like so- cutting a hole through a convertible it's you get the yeah. double fish out of water which i mm-hmm. which i enjoyed i can't i cannot believe that a he got how do you get a fucking rental car like the man <laughs> didn't have a life like that was the first thing that went through my head it's like they need a credit card and all kinds of shit before i leave the fucking premises for rental car. <laughs> this man all he had was some gold to blooms and they like all right go ahead buddy get the hell out of here like just take the car <laughs> this man had gold pieces what the fuck well and again this is clearly made pre uh 9-11 because he walks through the Although- airport security with like you know he sets off the airport security and then there's a gag of him just keep pulling out ninja weapons of these giant swords and and throwing stars and not only that he attacks the damn yes machine. like that you can't yeah. just attack like if if the machine went off today and you just started punching the machine for going off you're definitely going in the other room for the extra cavity check like they're not mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't attack the metal detector <laughs> you know what you, what i thought was an underrated uh sight gag in the movie that like they kind of just brushed over, but like rewatching it, it just jumped out at me. So there's like a lot of scenes of him and the idea of him wearing sandals. Like when the, when the ninjas first, uh, the, the main group of real ninjas leave uh, and, and, you know, Chris Farley's supposed to be there and, and watch the ninja hut um, dojo. I, I don't know what you call it, but like him running up and was putting, yeah, yeah. yeah, but him running up, putting his sandals on. And then there's a scene when he's at the Beverly Hills hotel and he leaves his sandals outside of the room in like traditional Japanese fashion. And then there's like an old janitor that just like sweeps up the, the sandals and throws them out. <laughs> and I don't know why that was so funny to me. No, what I thought was hilarious is that they threw away his pimp shoes and then later yes. in another scene, he's wearing his pimp shoes. I'm like, wait, did he go buy oh. more pimp shoes? <laughs> like, that man is wasting good gold on pimp shoes. Because <laughs> 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 like, <laughs> at that point, he had already acknowledged the fact that he doesn't have, like, he looked and he's like, my shoes keep disappearing. So he knows yeah. his shoes are gone. But he later had the shoes. So he was like, well, I'm going to walk barefoot down here and buy me some new pimp shoes. The same like, one. Right. Well, they were they went with the suit. Yeah. <laughs> Truly and, was a pimp. And, and young Sasso. My God, I forgot Sasso has been around for so damn long. I mean, yeah. Goodness. That man's had a three decade career quietly. No, that that was right. Yeah, he, he's a uh, yeah, I totally forgot he was in the movie. It was great to rewatch the whole thing. That's Wait, also- which one's Sasso? 
Will Sasso. Will Sasso. He was the the weird lawyer guy that he impersonated late, or the weird the guy that. Oh he yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. He's like. <laughs> <laughs> I, there, there are so many. Again, a lot of it is, is like I say, broad physical humor. But there's even I don't know, just some of the random stuff, like when he's at the the fight scene where they're at the knockoff Benny Hanna. And he's pretending to be a chef and then he's like making the food and he accidentally grabs one of the woman's scars and then is like using it in the stir fry Benihana style. Like, I don't know. It's just like little shit like that just cracked me up. I don't know. And well, he let me picks say that the was shrimp his... out from her, from her cleavage. Yeah. From her cleavage. Yeah. That should have burned her titties, by the way. Like, that is hot <laughs> shrimp. She didn't even react to hot shrimp on her breasts. Those and we haven't even, yeah, and we haven't even hit on the coup de grace fight scene of in that in that Benihana scene where he has those two gigantic gutted fishes yeah, and he's just, just like swings <laughs> like yeah. using to beat up the people. Well, that oh, was man. also his brother's uh, best makeup too. His brother who was sent to follow him throughout. The, not blood. Oh yeah. Oh, I like the statue because that got me like the family. Well, that, well that's on so Rodeo. Funny because that statue, again, is real in Beverly Hills. You can go find that stupid statue. And like, I remember one time seeing that statue and being like, why does that statue remind me of something? And then I was like, I was like <laughs> something's wrong about it. Something's missing. And I was like, oh, that's the of course, the ninja's missing. He's not, he's he's not, not there. there. <laughs> so, no, but that You will so, be his shadow. Right? Dude, that was ridiculous how many ways they found to, like, put him in there. <laughs> and, so like, the funny. one where he was in the Benihana, like, as a woman, just sit there, just, like, <laughs> uh, that one was, like, just so hilarious. Oh, he, like, he takes the heels off and he's just beating the shit out of the dudes <laughs> in the heels? But my thing was, like, how do you not know that's not your brother like that's almost the same bob <laughs> like the hairstyle was nearly the same oh uh, yeah and then there yeah he, some breasts like you <laughs> like brother your breasts are big like, didn't he have a didn't he have a line about something that, like it took me so long to put that weave in or something when they ripped yeah. their hair off yeah <laughs> yeah he yeah. was pissed off about it, it was like my my hair but yeah it was just so funny dude like and that dude was also in mortal Kombat. he was yeah Liu Kang in the old has he oh, done wow. anything anything like recently because I, I remember re-watching the movie I'm like oh yeah this dude was from the late 90s I was blanking on his name he uh, I looked it up it was Robin something uh yeah he, Robin shoe or yeah. s-h-o-u right mm-hmm. so I'm I, trying to I, think I, if he's done anything recently probably no not, not think- since like 2013 2014 yeah, I feel and they're like, like shorts like, and video games. Yeah, I feel like he did all of his work in the '90s, got all that money while the ninja <laughs> shit was hot. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the last Even like the- he was in like a Street Fighter movie in 2009. Hmm. Okay. There you go. Even the even the soundtrack is just so exactly what you would expect. It's just like everybody right. was kung fu. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like I think. The- Four different versions, maybe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like basically, they just googled ninja, and then any song that came up, they just threw in there. Well, they mm-hmm. did play "I'm Turning Japanese." Which yes, like, yes. Any- like, <laughs> I was like, "Who can we play that song?" <laughs> as far as a movie from the late '90s, it could be way worse. As far as 
stuff you could do versus stuff you couldn't do. But there's definitely moments where you're like, oh, wow, that would not fly. Yeah. Oh, oh very much so. But hey, you know what? It's the 90s and it was yeah. a different time. You're, you're allowed <laughs> to let those things fly, you know? Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, we saw Chris Farley in a giant bathrobe uh, doing some ninja shit. And that's that's really the heart of the story. Heart yeah. of the movie. We also saw him disrobe from a bathrobe uh, through silhouette, which we were all hoping to see. And I think he burped his ass or something like that, <laughs> which is like, yeah. the kind of humor that we were looking for. Because, like, you know, they gave us the silhouette of Nicolette Sheridan because they weren't going to let her see her her bare naked breasts which we all yeah. want to because yep. we're going to keep it pg-13 so we got a silhouette we were like hey this is enough for 13 leave it to your imagination you know yeah. here's a hint oh yeah 13 year olds in the 90s like oh. we didn't have a lot man that's enough to get us hard for a week like <laughs> like 13 year olds now oh, they got real porn this that's nothing that ain't getting you shit but yeah they got the then, they got the Oculus headset on, living some <laughs> virtual world, having having a you know an affair with their uh, NFT mistress. Like, yeah, they, they're they're so deep into their fake world. Uh, the idea of like a hot woman's uh, breast as a silhouette would just be like, what? A, okay, Grandpa, what are you going to draw a picture of a hot lady? It's like, no, actually, yeah, we did that in middle school. That's how we right. that we passed the time. Oh, like caveman drawings, huh? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> like, damn. Uh, but hey, we had to get by, you know, dial yep. up internet was found bad. a way. <laughs> like when mom heard like the dial up from the other room, like you didn't have much time. <laughs> <laughs> you're, first, you're tying up the phone line. So everybody's like, what's going uh, on? No one can make phone calls because I'm trying to print out a quick page of porno. <laughs> you're 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 like halfway done loading a, a an erotic photo, and then your dad picks up the landline and disconnects you. You're like, what are you doing? <laughs> Never gonna see the bottom half. That's the best part. Ah, I wanted at least under boob. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, dude, like. Just the idea of that. I, that's just one of those things where I was looking at that movie and being like, yeah, that's not even something that would even occur in a PG-13 movie now because it's just pointless. It's just like, no, they're not even going to try to entice you with sex that way. It's like, it's pointless. Unless it's funny, like Austin Powers silhouettes. You know what I'm talking about? Like in well, the yeah, camp but scene. Even but even still. Taking stuff out of their period. butts. Right, yeah. <laughs> but even still, that was a time period in which, like, you know, you weren't readily, like, with access to, like, you know, the stuff that kids have now. Like, oh, yeah. And on your phone, and the phone can go anywhere. Right. I mean, the, the possibilities are endless. I, I'm, I'm just glad I wasn't around when I was a teen. Would have been ruined. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I would have. I don't even. I mean, come I don't on. Know what I would have become. Like, first off, <laughs> I don't know if I would have ever left a bathroom. Like that. <laughs> like that no, you'd still be in there, John. John, are you been in there for eighteen years? I'm still browsing, Mom. Uh, yeah, I'm just I'm finishing. I'm finishing. <laughs> Almost done the shower. The internet's huge. I'm just I'm just uh, taking a big poop, watching it, reading <laughs> yeah, exactly. all of it, trying to catch up, in. taking it all in. Uh, but yeah, man, like. The movie felt very 90s in, in many ways where like, you know, like 
the villain is over the top asshole from the get go, where he just like never has a good moment from like yeah. the start. Mm-hmm. He even he even identifies himself as a crook. It's very there's <laughs> no like anti-hero thing where it's like is he bad but then oh yeah he's got a he's also a real person it's just like no hey guys i'm the bad guy right (laughs) you know piece of shit like shoots someone i think in the first scene like he literally just like walks through a gate and pops somebody like that's immediate like not even really like a lot of dialogue it's like i cut to the chase and i appreciate that just tell me who's the bad guy right off the bat right I yeah, mean, you're not children's movies like they do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they cut right to them. Yeah. yeah, you're not watching Beverly Hills Ninja for nuanced plot. It's like, hey, here's here's the bad guy. Here's the here's the guy we're going after. Okay, got it. It your was love, uh, your love interest, your black friend. Like they're really just writing it up, <laughs> just right down the middle. Exactly. Mm-hmm. They uh, it was the guy. It was the same guy who directed uh, Happy Gilmore. So I, I didn't realize oh, that wow. until rewatching. Yeah. I didn't know that. Wow. I didn't know that either. And you can feel it. You can definitely. Yeah, no. I mean, it feels like a spiritual cousin to Happy Gilmore in the same way that they probably sold Happy Gilmore by just walking into the studio and going, what if Adam Sandler (laughs) golfed? Yeah. And they go, okay, yeah, we could see no, that. They were probably yeah. like, no, that sucks. They're like, what if Billy Madison golfed? <laughs> yeah, I exactly. like that. I yeah. like that. <laughs> I like when you call him this Billy character. Yeah. <laughs> Billy Billy Madison tested really well. Just call it that. Yeah. Billy yeah. Madison golfs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's probably how that was sold. If no, I, I mean, really. And the same thing with the this movie. Just, hey, what if... Uh, what if uh yeah what if fucking uh farley was a ninja yeah 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 what if they just called it tommy boy the ninja and then they eventually realized they had to rename it right tommy boy and black sheep felt like they just tried Um, to make the same movie i was like why didn't you just make tommy boy too like yeah just made that we would have black sheep was just so obviously a tommy boy sequel you're right Mm -hmm. yeah i mean you know this was i thought it was for a while like growing up and i just realized recently that they're not right yeah i mean they're not (laughs) those are different i mean honestly it's like the almost verbatim character even like his wardrobe is so similar the relationship with david spade like they really just should have called it tommy boy Mm -hmm. too yeah and and you could have convinced me that tommy was somehow running for something like you could have easily given me that he was already a rich dumbass he yeah wasn't his for dad running wasn't his dad running for something in tommy boy no or his no? dad ran he was the just factory. the plant he ran the plant uh. and then rob lowe was dicking somebody down i don't know <laughs> yeah, oh, and- <laughs> black sheep his dad was running for something I think so. Yeah, was, that was probably were, okay. yeah. And they but were trying to hide him because he was a dumbass. And it was yeah. like, like you, I think I've seen Black Sheep more than Tommy Boy now that I oh wow saying them aloud. Yeah, mm. that's weird. But you're right, John. Like they could have just done a version where, oh hey, uh, you know, plant politics down at the old uh, Callahan Auto Factory. The local politician wants to shut it down. For environmental yeah. reasons, but but the only way they can stop him is if Tommy runs for mayor. And, but he's got a dark past. Like, yeah, they could have just made Tommy Boy too. Yeah, and kept nearly the same premise 
would have probably worked out. But no, we got to go some complete other way with the exact same characters. We yeah, have. we don't need to learn new characters. Come on. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, again, we should have been at that table meeting, maybe slapped a little cocaine out of some people's <laughs> hands and been like, let's think about this rationally. <laughs> let's figure it out, guys. I mean, I'm sure the, the coke was rampant in the 90s there at the oh, yeah. rooms, you know? Especially with Chris Farley. Right? Oh, right. yeah. Well, I'm sure Spade was no angel. Uh, yeah, <laughs> he, just, he just didn't weigh 300 pounds, so his heart right. can handle it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's so skinny. Yeah, different genetics kept him around to this day. I don't think it was his moral compass. <laughs> I guess the only thing we haven't really talked about is the ninja realm, right? The the ninja plane or wherever where they could talk to each other. Oh yeah. <laughs> it reminded me of Ace Ventura a lot, like in when they uh, the second one when he <laughs> when he goes uh, he's like uh, it works with monks or whatever. Oh yeah. He tries to get to his inner peace and find where. Right, and that came out about the same time, didn't it? They were like, ooh, and yeah. Somebody had the same idea, right? Parallel thinking, my ass. <laughs> I feel like I feel like this uh, Ace came out a little bit. Li- this no, actually, I'm thinking of the first. One. Never mind. No, I think you're right. They came out around the same time. Oh yeah. No, when Nature Calls came out in '95. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Like ninety, like somebody saw that and was like, "Oh yeah, you know what? We'll just have a little ninja plane that's about the same thing." <laughs> You know, I, I mean, the way they introduced the ninja plane again, one of the <laughs> when they're all all their like ninja spiritual selves are like there, you know, kind of hovering and, and meditating. And then Chris Farley just like floats through the screen completely right. out of control. And somehow oh, so always good. like <laughs> slams back into the world he's in. Like everybody else, I guess, just like wakes back up or opens their eyes. And he just like what a time he like flew through a window and busted up a fucking <laughs> table. I'm like, what the, where did he come? Did like all of a sudden some giant white man was flying through the sky and rammed through a hotel room? People would have mm-hmm. seen that shit, right? Yeah, no, I yeah. mean, it was, it was great. Cause uh, I feel like this movie in particular had some all time Chris Farley noises like it, the noises he made when like crashing through tables or, or walls or right. getting punched. Like he was just, oh, 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 God. Oh, oh. It was just, yeah. it was really. My favorite noises he made was probably like at the beginning of the movie, which probably really had me laughing the hardest of anything he did was when he had to pick up the fucking like cauldron with his arm like like everyone knew hands yeah we all know he's that dude and they had all those people sitting like front row center to him holding about to hold a scolding cauldron like they should have known to step back a little bit yeah come on everyone knew everyone knows he's the idiot ninja come on guys So they all got like hit with burning hot water in the front like like just I'm sitting there like so hilarious. Oh, was like, awesome. well, that's what you get for being in the front row, homie. Like <laughs> step back. What were, you, what were you thinking when you're going to this cauldron uh, ceremony? <laughs> I want a front row seat. Nah, man. 
sometimes they don't get the cauldron <laughs> up. You don't want to be in the front row. <laughs> <laughs> I the cauldron, the up close shots. <laughs> right? Sorry, it's not a good idea. No. It's not like the splatter zone for a Gallagher show. Like it's not. Yeah, like the that. splash zone at SeaWorld's a little safer than the uh, splash zone at the cauldron. <laughs> cauldron zone for Beverly Hills Ninja. <laughs> at the at the dojo or whatever dojo it was it had a name I'm, yeah i'm blanking on the name but you're right dojo yeah. is definitely the term yeah oh, man. well i'm you know i don't know did we miss anything i feel like we hit all the, the points. <laughs> i think so i don't know i mean i guess there was the ending where there was the explosion where there's like you know a fight with a villain but there's not a fight with a villain kind of mm-hmm. thing where it's just like oh well there was a fight but then there's a random fucking harpoon uh, in this <laughs> place the harpoon really <laughs> added so added like a nice um i don't know wildness to the ending oh yeah i mean it we, we're talking about we're going really over that shark and pissing on it the way over <laughs> too. Like, we're, like, we're jumping that shark hard like i'm like a harpoon like i mean as a child i just accepted it but yeah i got older i'm like the hell is a damn harpoon doing here you thought harpoons were more common than they actually were (laughs) right like yeah exactly like i'm just thinking like oh man you just walk down the street places just got harpoons in it like it's like (laughs) (laughs) like, (laughs) i mean there's they were very inside this like they're in beverly hills they're not in harpoon country like you need to be near the ocean like there ain't no ocean in beverly hills Mm-hmm. Like you got to go pretty far to be using a harpoon. <laughs> so like, just you know, I was just ignorant to the uh, just you know, a child from Tennessee, just believe in the Hollywood magic. Like, oh, go out there and just see a sea of harpoons. <laughs> in Beverly Hills, <laughs> harpoons <laughs> easy to find. Yeah, I found the Golden People statue, but where are the harpoons? Where are the har- <laughs> I've been lied to. Right? Hollywood, it's a scam. Yeah, and then he he actually did become, I guess, a good ninja when they were beating up his brother, which I guess needs to be. Yeah, he ended up he ended up saving the day, as yes. you'd imagine. Mm-hmm. So I guess his brother. I guess if he had known his brother was getting his ass kicked as a lady in the Benihana, maybe the movie would have ended then. But then, like, one hour and 20 minutes is perfect time, and we don't need it any shorter, you know? <laughs> I'm glad they extended it. Okay, okay, that makes more sense. All right, that's great. That works. Yeah. <laughs> you got yeah, you gotta you gotta tie up all the loose ends. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just glad to know that a good bra was all it took for him to fool his brother. <laughs> I don't like I'll be honest with you, like I don't know. Like, I don't have any brothers, so I don't know if they wore the same Bob hairstyle, but with <laughs> dress that I, I would think, know them. <laughs> I think I would recognize. I think I'd recognize my brother's face. But again, who knows? Yeah. You're in a Benihana. Things are flying around. You're in a disguise as well. You know, like, you know, maybe things were happening where, you know, the, the hat maybe got in the way of his eyes. He couldn't mm-hmm. see her. He was also focused on spying. He wasn't looking around yeah. at other people. Yeah, and it's it's like when you, I think as a spy, you should be observant of everything going yeah, on. Yeah, but we you. learned from know. this that he wasn't the best at his job. <laughs> exactly. I, I got you, but like you got to do maybe at least one scan of the room, like just <laughs> just not even one. He probably did, but just saw his head and was like, "Oh, well, that's a lady in a dress." <laughs> <laughs> Hope I don't well, get some shrimp down her titty. Sh- 
Yeah. <laughs> Wait, Kelly, had you seen the movie prior to watching it for the podcast? No, I haven't seen it before, so I feel like I don't. I don't know how I feel about it, but I'll. <laughs> I don't like. Well, I was expecting say- it to be. I don't know. I wanted it to be more Chris Farley-ish. I felt like he was too serious sometimes because well, he was because all he ninja-y. Had to, he had to leave <laughs> yeah. the movie. Well, he had the to serious the gay, the serious ninja life. Yeah, he had yeah. to leave the movie. He had to be the main. Yeah, but be funnier. But he also had to be a ninja. Like the whole idea was like, I mean, but like a lot of it was. Michelangelo's like, a funny ninja. Hmm. Yeah, but he also has his brothers who wanted Leonardo. Bud. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Leonardo like, leads, and right. so <laughs> Michelangelo can just be the party dude on the side and and yeah. kind of you know yeah. take care I mean, of things that way. Honestly, let's be honest. Leonardo and Donatello nobody like really Leonardo. just like running the show. Yeah. Rap I mean, who's running around with teen angst and Don- and Michelangelo <laughs> just got to eat pizza and be stoned all day. So like really with Leo being the snitch and Donnie making everything they need, I mean, you know, you get to just chill. I guess. Yeah, so. Michelangelo didn't have to do any heavy lifting. Yeah, yeah. He got it easy. Plus he got to use nunchucks, which like, come on, like, you know. They were way more fun than those sticks that Donnie had. What the hell's that? Just <laughs> long sticks? But everybody wanted, But when we were children, uh, though, everybody wanted to be Donnie because everyone could go find a broom in the house. Like, everyone, yeah. <laughs> like it was hard to find some nunchucks, and it was damn near impossible to find some thighs. Like, no Sox. one... <laughs> maybe, maybe you got a, your, your old man or your uncle has some sword from some war, but you're right. right? <laughs> Most of that was the easiest to find. Exactly. You're not... You're not getting a sigh. No one's raff. No one's <laughs> no one's raff. <laughs> oh shit. Unless you use like uh you can make up uh, just use scissors. Pretend they're like Ooh. little knives. Yeah, yeah, that's not a bad sigh. That's in true. a pinch. Could, that'll get yeah, it but, done. But how many yeah. kids were I getting access to good scissors to either? So like, <laughs> that's true. Really your best bet is if you like came out with a broken fork. You know, <laughs> a huge broken fork, <laughs> or you had tiny hands. <laughs> there you go. Little A, little B. <laughs> oh wow! Well, uh, I guess we got to pull in some fuck, marry, kill here. We got to, we got to get some people fucked, married, and killed. Uh, let's see. I guess Chris Farley obviously will have to be in the runnings. Mm-hmm. Um, should we add his brother or? Uh, yeah, I guess so. He was definitely I, in the movie. He had to follow him everywhere. He went. Yeah, he let's add his brother, and then who else? Should we add? Or we, uh, can add, or we can add the different levels of his brother. We can be like his brother ooh. as a construction worker, his brother as a lady, or his brother as a statue, <laughs> or his brother as the statue. There we go. That's our fuck Mary kill. Ooh, there we okay. go. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Okay. I, I, I'm gonna fuck the statue. Oh no, yeah, fuck the statue because I've never done that before. That's right. interesting. I want to see what that's like. Is it really all statue everywhere? Um, and then I'm gonna marry the lady from Benny Hanna because I feel like Benny Hanna's pricey, right? She's probably mm. got some money. Okay. Uh, and killing the construction worker because I feel like. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like as a girl killing a construction worker, there's something like, yeah, 
Jesus Christ. Fuck you. <laughs> you smile, dude. Can't call me one more time. <laughs> well, Kelly, I can't argue with your reasoning. <laughs> and I refuse to. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, for me, I think I'm going to probably... Damn, I'm going to probably do the same. I don't think it's for the same reasons. Mm. But, <laughs> but I'm definitely marrying uh, the lady at the Benihana. I'm going to fuck a statue as well because, again, that'll be a strange thing on a bucket list, mm -hmm. too. Especially if, like, halfway through he starts moving. I'll be like, what the fuck? <laughs> 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 I fucked you to life like a mannequin. And then... <laughs> It's <laughs> a great mannequin reference. <laughs> yeah. After that, I gotta kill the construction worker. Mm. I'm gonna I'm gonna mix it up. I'm gonna say I'll marry the construction worker. It's a nice, uh, stable job, of course. Biden pushing his infrastructure plan. <laughs> a lot of good, a lot of good opportunities for him to bring home some bacon. So I like. And again, uh, cat calling a, a girl could get used to that. Now, <laughs> I guess if it's coming from your husband. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's not as bad. Fair, to, be, to be fair, they make great dads. My dad was a construction. Yes, I, I worked on worked on many construction site. I There's have a, a few in the past, you know, so like, I feel uh, like it's just the same guy on every construction site that's bringing the site down. <laughs> I, I would uh, I would fuck the uh, version of uh, the Benny Hanna version, because that just seems like a fun night out, right? Uh, you get to go to Benny Hanna and have some sex. It could be a worse evening. And I'll say I'll kill the statue version because he was a he was a very, very believable statue. And I think as a man who doesn't want to kill someone, killing a statue would be the easiest uh, person for me to murder. So I, I could talk myself into oh, I just took out a statue. It's inanimate. No one's going to miss the statue. I would feel bad killing the woman version at Benny Hunter or the construction worker. The right. statue, no one's going to miss. Yeah. <laughs> Except for that statue family. A yeah, statue. I'm not thinking about that. Don't let my mind go there, John. I got to sleep at night. Can't think of these, uh, <laughs> these statue bastards that I put out on the street because I killed their family. Damn. And the and the politics, of course, with statue adoption, it's a real nightmare. And hopefully, I'm uh, sure it is. Hopefully they sure get things sorted out. <laughs> the wait list, I'm sure, is outrageous. But uh, we also have a. Speaking of lists, uh, we have a scale. We have a puff scale, one to five puffs. You know, again, five puffs being you know an amazing film, and one puff <laughs> that you may never want to see again or recommend to anyone that you love or cherish. Uh, so uh, we will first start off with you, Sean, our, our guest here. I, I don't know if you allow decimal puffs, but I'm going to give it a 4.20 because I think hey. it's I think hey. it's a, a, a slash 69. I think it's a very <laughs> again. All the good I, numbers. Exactly. <laughs> 316, Stone Cold. <laughs> I, I, what I like in a movie, now whether it's an action movie, a thriller, whatever it is, I like knowing what I'm getting, getting that, and then feeling pretty satisfied. So when you see Beverly Hills Ninja starring Chris Farley, you know you're going to get Chris Farley 
doing some ninja shit and they deliver. Is it an amazing film? No. Is it Chris Farley's best film? No. Is it his worst film? No. Is it still Chris Farley doing ninja shit? Yes. And that's why I give it a 4.2. It's not quite a five, but, um, you know, if you're, if you're going to say Tommy boys a five, this is a 4.2, I think. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, you know what? This movie rings. So, I mean, it's just a movie of my childhood. I remember getting (laughs) this sucker at Blockbuster, seeing the cover. I mean, I can vividly see it distinctly. I can't give it a full five puffs, but my God, I'm given a full four, a deep four deep puffs Mm. where I mean, I'm coughing them out and crying. I I enjoyed (laughs) enjoyed watching it again. I I still enjoyed the stupid tree gag. And yes. Like, it's just like, this is outrageous. And when Chris Rock flies through the window and just like lands, <laughs> like basically uh, could have yeah. died on that dude. <laughs> I'm just like, I remember being like young, being like, did homie just die? Like, like, <laughs> just like, like, like he just woke up from like, like some sleep of death chokehold or something that like he did to him outside. So he's already a little like delirious. He watches a guy fly from a tree onto a building and then he flies through the building. And I mean, like, he, he probably didn't do very well after that. But... <laughs> That's a fair <laughs> analysis. Probably didn't do better after it. <laughs> All right, Kelly, what you got for us? Well, I, I I I feel like because it was my first time seeing it as an adult, it's weird because I don't have the nostalgia. Mm. Uh, I was really excited to see Chris Farley as a ninja, but I wanted like more. And I, I'm not going to give it a one because I like oh. Chris Farley a lot. <laughs> Jesus, if and you I gave it a like one, I would probably have cried in here. I feel like it's just a movie I just didn't get. And I like I want to give it a chance. I think I got too stoned. I fell asleep. I had to start it over again. <laughs> so that really wonked me out. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to give it two. But, you know, I'll, get, I'll watch it again one day just because I got to figure it out. It's right. no Tommy Boy or Black Sheep. Whatever one uh, that I watched. Uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I love you. Close second or third. I can't believe yeah. it's, not, it's the best disrespect I've ever heard. It's like, I don't know which movie it was, but that Conehead. movie was better. Does, does, that count, does that count as a Chris Farley movie? He's in it. That's the case that you could say Billy Madison is for the. the yeah, he's good in Billy Madison. Yeah, he's funny as the bus driver. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, God! And but it was like, fun. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Sean, thank you for picking this film. Yeah. I enjoyed rewatching it. It brought me back to the '90s, a time when, again, people were talking about being lovers and the wanna being. And uh, what other song did they have <laughs> that came out? I was saying you'll be there. No, oh. I was trying to spice it up, spice up your life. I think that was something that they had. That might yep, have been spice. in the next album. I don't. That's know. the next be... album. Yeah, yes. that's the spice. They all run together. <laughs> damn it! Damn it! I was trying to keep it stop. all the '90s. Hey, John, you should stop right now. Thank you oh, very much. Damn it! That was an easy one. Yeah. <laughs> was too much one of them? I think too much was from that. Yeah, one. yeah. Too I'm much being too much. Something. Yeah. Mm. 
Yeah, my, um, nine, my 97 is coming back in, in full form <laughs> right now. <laughs> hey, hey, as long as you never give up on the good times. Okay. Jesus, this has been one of the most awkward endings. Well, thank you again, Sean. <laughs> thanks for having me on. Yeah, thanks, Sean. Hey, John, until next time. What's up, Kelly? Marijuana Watcher movie? Yeah, I just want to get high. Woo! Cowabunga! Oh, no. Uh, hiya? Karate Ninja! <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah! That's the, that's the Chris Farley noise. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. This has been a Boardwalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit boardwalkaudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.